Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. So I sat against the wall and All right, I've, uh, I've got a summer cold, which is great, so I'm going to apologize in advance for uh, any hacking and sneezing. Uh, it's probably going to happen. Uh, but that also means uh, it's it's late June, but like we're we're in the prime of wedding season. Yeah, I know people who are getting married. I'm, of course, not invited to their weddings because I'm just <laughs> a doom and gloom and end up going to basically any event. If you are around me long enough, I'll just start talking about death or, or I'll, I'll say negative things about capitalism and, and people get weird, especially at weddings, because they're basically the opposite of to those two things. Yeah, and, and when you talk about Ulysses, it really makes people not want to invite you back to their functions. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know, <laughs> I, I, I understand. But yeah, I, I was actually with someone the other night and made some some uh, some capitalism jokes but you you mentioned you mentioned weddings and uh, i don't know about you with the weddings i go to you you always feel like oh I, I need to these people are not only hosting me but it's a big moment in their lives and i i should i should buy them something yeah so so weddings are are a big gift occasion and and earlier this summer one of our friends got married uh, and, and so when you start thinking about you know going to a wedding one of the things you consider is you know what should i get the happy couple as as a wedding gift and so i started looking around you know one of the things that is in fashion now is setting up wedding websites uh and some people seem to have made a a a nice chunk of change uh (laughs) running those businesses yeah um but but try try as I might, I, I I looked and looked and I couldn't find, uh, I couldn't find a link to a registry anywhere, mm-hmm. and so finally I had to kind of sneakily ask uh, the the maid of honor, uh, hey, are they registered anywhere? And she mm-hmm. said no, and I was like, oh, that's kind of strange. It seems like that's a thing you do when you're getting married, and she said, well, think about it. These are people that have been living together for a couple of years now. They have a life that's pretty well set up. You know, they've you know, they've got all their stuff already. They have the stuff they need. And furthermore, you know, our friend Alan was in medical school and he was getting ready to uh to move for his uh for his residency. So, they're going to pack up all their shit and move, you know, 2 weeks after the wedding. So like we really don't want to be bogged down with a whole bunch of new stuff in addition Mm. and so that threw me into a a bit of a tizzy it's like okay now i've got to figure something out that's like intangible uh something that doesn't take up space in a trunk basically yeah yeah you had to think about it in less the 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 practical way and more the thoughtful way which is laudable which don't get me wrong but is is kind of against type for weddings as you point out well and and so that inevitably brings you to to a conclusion that you know one thing everyone needs all the time is money toilet paper 
No. Y- yes, that too. Uh, but but money. Uh, yes. <laughs> and you know we we talked about this a little before. Um, you know you you were bringing up you are someone who I think of as as very much a a proponent of thoughtful gift giving and so like I don't you don't strike me as someone who gives gift cards um but you sure except that you know every I feel like every year around Christmas time uh this article gets recirculated I think it was maybe on Vox and there was an economist talking about how uh essentially uh, non-niche gift cards like Amazon gift cards, Target gift cards, and just straight cash are the, you know, economically speaking, are the best gifts you can give someone. Yeah. Because you put the power in their hands. You say, I... Essentially what you're saying when you give someone cash is you're saying, I want to help you get whatever you feel you most need. And so the, the end result in theory is that the the gift recipient then gets to you know choose the end gift in a way that maximizes the utility and minimizes you know the the work of like having to return something to make up for your shitty gift yeah Uh, i that's that's totally true and what occurs to me when you're saying that and i think part of the reason why when you are when you're giving someone something and and Maybe you sort of want to be thoughtful, but you also want to be practical. Yeah. In especially in this wedding context, you think, oh, this is their station in life is is changing, which as we just went over, it might not be. Um, <laughs> there's an aspect of self-serving with with the gift because you want them to remember when that that's the toaster you gave them, sure, or, or whatever it is, which is. Which is in some ways gross because it's like it's not it's not about you, but as as you know we are want to do we we do that. Um, so I think that the cash thing is is hard because even though it is the the best giving someone a type of currency because that's essentially what it is, be it that kind of broad gift card or the cash itself, mm-hmm. um, you're you're letting them decide everything and you have no you have no control over it and so we're giving away that agency to be thoughtful by being completely practical yeah you know i I think they're it's a it's a tough thing to do because there is i would say that no matter how thoughtful you are there is inherently something selfish about gift giving and you know uh, it's it's almost never truly altruistic and fully selfless you you know you either want them to remember you you know and and that this gift came to you or i don't you know it's possible that you're you're thinking well maybe someday i'm gonna be in this situation and you know i'll be getting married and and you know having that life change and and you know hopefully people will be as thoughtful to me as i was to them so like i i get that uh and ultimately I, uh, I, I, my girlfriend and I decided to go for a slightly less practical and more kind of enjoyable and thoughtful thing. Uh, and we found, uh, a brewery, um, in, in their new town that does like a membership program. And so we, they put down, 
for a year membership for them and they get like discounts on beer and they get access to to special releases before the rest of the public and they get discounts on merchandise and so like it was just you know something that was fun and it was something like we thought how can we make this new home feel like home a little more quickly um and you know i i think that was great i went to actually went down and visited them uh in north carolina uh pretty shortly after they moved and we went uh we went to that brewery so they could pick up their membership card and and we could we could all have a beer and you know i think uh it seemed like they enjoyed the place which you know which made me happy and fulfilled the the self-serving aspect of the gift giving as well um but i I was i was thinking about that uh and then uh, you know kind of between those two things between the wedding and the visit um Claire Malone, who is a politics writer for 538, uh, sent uh, a couple of, uh, I I thought, uh, well-reasoned Twitter messages. Twitter messages. Uh, I believe they call it a thread. Does that sound right? Uh, No, a thread is what you put into pants to help them stay together. But sure. (laughs) She sent a series of Twitter messages. I think that's what you're going for. She did. Uh, and, and what she said was, given that it's college graduation season slash the beginning of wedding season, a perpetual random but important thought that I have is, doesn't it make more sense in this day and age to do first apartment registries instead of wedding ones? Mm-hmm. Setting up households when you're poor and in your early 20s, regardless of marital status, is expensive. And given that people get married later these days, shouldn't we update the tradition to keep it in line with its purpose which is to defray costs for young people. I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. I love this idea because, you know, as I, as I said, you know, these friends are, had, had lived together. They had already uh, undertaken the ritual of, of the merging of the two people's stuff into the yeah. one couple's stuff. They, like, they had what they needed. You know, obviously they were going to have costs associated with moving to a new city and starting a new phase of their life but there's not the cost of like well now we need plates um you know because it's you know we've we've progressed a little bit as a society and it's not it's not teenagers getting married right after high school and moving out of their parents houses exactly into their first homes like you need that i mean i think about you know when I moved after college to to start my first, you know, real person adult job in the world, I was I was fortunate in that my uh, my parents were in the process of acquiring a bunch of new kitchen stuff for themselves, and thus were more than happy to dump all of the all of the old stuff to me. <clears throat> but not you know not everyone has you know, that sort of benefactor. Uh, and, you know, you might be moving to a new town for your first adult job, and, like, you don't have pots and pans. And mm-hmm. pots and pans are not cheap unless no. you want really shitty pots and pans. Yes. So, like, the idea of, you know, helping somebody get a start on their life is happening now before... I mean, it's happening before young people are getting married. Sure. I I think the question that you have to ask yourself with with this, be it a marriage or someone moving or getting a new job, whatever the case may be, is, 
is this really a life change for them? Like, is their life changing? Or is it more, let's take a moment and celebrate that they've, there's a, there's a milestone, but maybe nothing has changed. Like, as you mentioned, in this circumstance, they've been together for a while, you view them as a couple, an entity, and also people that, that live together. Their life isn't really changing. They happen to be moving, but their life really isn't changing in any major way. So that is not a time where, okay, I need to do something practical to to facilitate, help facilitate that. It's more, uh, you know, let me get them something nice so that they can just enjoy themselves. I want them to continue to be able to enjoy themselves even in a new place. Uh, so I think your your first apartment thing, especially when you, you live alone, because there's that whole calculus with if you have a roommate and, oh, they have this, I have that, we'll be fine, or we can kind of scrape it together, When it's especially when it might be just you for the first time. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's big. And and you mentioned the right point as well, which is with with things like weddings um, and and even even to a certain extent getting your first apartment. A lot of people might start out living with a roommate or two, or they're not coming straight from their parents' homes to a a shared home after a wedding. So I think that, as with all things, times have changed. So the wedding registry is, and certain other registries, I think are backwards looking in in a lot of ways. Mm, Yeah. You know, and it's like, it was was an interesting situation for, for these friends because they had you know, the life milestone of a wedding combined with a life change of picking up and moving to a new place. But in a weird way, like, that actually made kind of thoughtful, enjoyable, you know, it it made, it it left room for, you know, uh, gifts to be practical in a different way a practical in that they don't burden you as a recipient as opposed to practical in the sense of well if we don't give them plates they're not going to have plates yeah if, if anything when when you're moving it's 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 like how do i give them something that is as the least intrusive thing possible and and you kind of talked about that and getting a membership to a brewery um I am someone who hasn't moved for four years, and there's I have an interest God, in so moving nice. so that I can get rid of stuff. <laughs> and they might be viewing that too, because when you have two people that are, even if maybe they hadn't lived together before, when you move in together, two different people, you have redundancies. And so moving or moving in together is an, is an instance where you can do away with the redundancies and if you're over there be like oh here's another set of plates and here's more silverware that's probably going to end up being a burden and that's going to be the thing that you have to return and that you'll go to their house later on and be like oh where's the silverware i got you well okay let's let's also say that if you are the person that does that you uh, don't be a dick to your friends there's a delicate way to be like oh this i like the silverware a lot no, no, you just I, – I would say don't do that. Just don't. I don't know. I'm inclined do to think that that's bad. I mean, just like there's no – there's no way for that to not highlight the the self-serving aspect of your gift. Yeah. I, I also, 
there I, I can think of few instances when giving silverware really makes any sense. I mean, if you want a nice set, like a silver, an actual silverware set, that's that's one thing. But like, I don't know anybody that at this point in my life I really need to give silverware to. But that's that's kind of beside the point. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I think that I'm, you know, as as you're telling this to me, and I'm thinking about. Um, so in this instance, you, you kind of assume that they have a lot of things that they need already and maybe don't need more need things. You mentioned a thoughtful gift. Uh, you were able to do that. In this situation, I think, open yourself up to doing that. But did you ever consider, as we sort of mentioned earlier, maybe just getting them a, a Lowe's gift card or a Home Depot gift card or, goodness forbid, cash? Yeah, yeah, the thought, the thought came up. Um, because it, you know, everyone needs cash and and because it's, it's a useful gift. It's a useful gift that doesn't have to be used right now. It can be, you know, I guess in the same way that, you know, fine China that that's given as a wedding gift is saved for very special occasions. Like the Lowe's gift card can be saved for, uh, for when you need to repair some stuff around your house. Uh, I think that they, uh, if I remember correctly, they're, they're renting. They're not, they did not buy uh, real estate in their new, in their new home. So like, uh, I think they're, they're in a position where they can kind of lean on, you know, they can lean on a landlord to fix stuff. Uh, but like, I, I wonder if people don't realize if, if people are like underrating, the value of a target gift card a target gift card is essentially cash if you have a target close by yeah and and most a lot of people do i'd say most people do it just i mean it goes back to the thing which is you you fear that they won't they won't think of you there's an extra step for them to think of you and it's really hard to you know, you mentioned earlier, I, I do try to give thoughtful gifts. I don't give that many gifts because I don't think that there are a lot of occasions to give gifts like really thoughtfully. But I, I did recently stress a lot over giving a gift. And I I told myself that I, I, I didn't make it about me, but inevitably it was about me because I was giving the gift and I wanted them to know that I thought of them and getting the gift and, and thought of their you know, this change in their station in life. And I thought about, okay, you know, you're going to have to transport this. How do you give someone something that they're, that they're definitely going to transport because maybe they're going through a change like that, um, whatever the case may be. But if I had just get, gotten them cash or a Target gift card that they maybe could have used at that new place, it's very easy to move a gift card. Um, I still didn't want to do that because there's that extra step between the gift you give and the thing they get. And that is... That's probably bad. That's probably bad. You should just do what is to. I think the real good thing to do is to be altruistic and just get them the quickest path to happiness or or practicality or whatever the case may be. So that I, I think I think what's really I think an important distinction that needs to be made is when you're giving gifts for different occasions, different things have to be taken into account. And so, 
you what you were not giving a wedding gift. You were giving, if I remember correctly, a, gra- like a, like a graduation a, a gradu- gift. Graduation gift. So, like graduation and birthday gifts are different. Uh, you know, the graduation gifts are are fascinating in that. You know, I, I guess there is a, a certain element of a life change that's involved, but a lot of graduation gifts are either, I think, either traditionally or are money or kind of like signifiers that you're an adult now. Yes. Um, but like for birthdays, I, I think, I actually do think for birthdays, you know, a thoughtful gift is is good and appropriate sure. because... That celebration, what you're celebrating is that your friend or or your your relative that you care about, you know, someone that is important in your life has been alive for another year and that, you know, God willing is going to be alive for another. And you're excited about that and you want them to know that their friendship is important to you. And, and so, like, I I really I think that. I think that when it comes to that kind of gift, I actually think you're approaching it exactly right. You know, that that is the kind of thing where, you know, as as a recipient, like, it, it feels really nice to think, you know, Pierce really put some thought into this. Uh, you know, that that's a, a signifier that, you know, that that my friendship is important to him. And, and that's, that's really good. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think... I think you're. I think you're doing a good thing. Yeah, and I said earlier that the question, uh, a question to ask is, is their station in life really changing? So it, is there, and if if not, then you can probably go thoughtful. The other way to think about that is, are we, are you just celebrating them, or are you celebrating a change? And a graduation gift and a birthday. You're celebrating the person. The person has accomplished something, but their life may not be changing. I, I think there's an instance where graduation, you get a new job, that could be first department. But it's also a, an accomplishment by by them. Right. You know, uh, getting your first department is is actually, having done this myself, I can, I can speak to this, it wasn't an accomplishment for anything. I'm just, my money is going somewhere different every month, and it's, a, <laughs> it's very much a practical thing. But... You know, new plates, uh, new sheets. That's the thing that you appreciate when when your life is is changing like that. Like I know I don't need anyone to be thoughtful. There's nothing to celebrate about me by, uh, you know, getting an apartment. Well, actually, getting an apartment in Arlington that that's an accomplishment because you have to cut off your arm to pay for it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think you're I think you're onto something there. Which is, and I think you, if you're celebrating a person. You should be thoughtful and and really allow them to feel like they're being celebrated. The thing about weddings is, for the most part, the people who are getting married are nice enough to invite you to a nice party. So, and, you know, love them for doing that. But it is very different than a birthday or a graduation. Well, and, and you know, even if you're going to give a, a, a practical gift, you know, you still you still want to be thoughtful about it. So, like... I guess really, you just consider your situations when you're going to give someone a gift, and, and you know, if you do that, and you you know you give it a level of care, you know that that you that you should because you're you're giving a gift to someone who means something to you. I, I, you can't go wrong. 
Yeah. <coughs> All right. So, so buy people gifts. I think that's that's the moral of the story. It's nice to give <laughs> them. It's also very nice to receive them, especially when it's something that you need. Yep. Cool. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. And if you have additional thoughts on that, come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod and let us know what you think. Okay. It is now time, as it is every week, for our, our friend to bare his soul and explain to us a time that he did something wrong. It's Pierce's sorry. What are you apologizing for this week? So, at at the core, I'll, I'll start out with my apology. I am apologizing this week for not telling the whole truth. And I realized in the moment that I wasn't telling the whole truth and I immediately told someone after doing it, I don't know that I did the right thing. So I apologize for not telling the whole truth. Now let me explain the situation. I went to a, for use of the easiest term, I went to a potluck. I made zucchini fritters, which you also made recently, Sean. This is a good recipe. This is a great recipe. Um, it is different than the other zucchini recipe I've put on the website, which is a basically a zucchini quiche frittata type thing yes um this is these are great i realized after making it a few times the word fritter is just a terrible word and i really hate it so people asked me what i made and i said i made zucchini fritters now you know what is in the recipe i do this is what happened and this is me not telling the whole truth or feeling like i didn't there were as happens with occasions and if you're I think around a diverse group of people. Um, oh, there are some people who eat meat. There are some people who don't. Um, in this instance, there was someone that was a vegetarian, and there was a lot of chicken, Popeyes, beef stew on the table. Okay. And they were looking for something vegetarian. And the zucchini fritters are there. And someone goes, oh, you should have these. They're, they're pretty good. Um, and they're like, are these vegetarian? And they look at me because they realize I had made them. And I said, yes. Now, would you have also said yes, knowing what is in the zucchini fritters? Would I have said that the zucchini fritters that do not have any meat in them are vegetarian? Yes, that is the whole truth. I, I And I feel that way too, but I think I should have been transparent and said they do have eggs and cheese in them. And I know that they didn't say they're vegan, but I don't know if everyone eats eggs. And I just wasn't, I don't, the slippery slope, and I don't want to offend anyone. And it didn't hurt them by having them eat it. I mean, it's effectively a vegetarian thing. I think that's true. I don't but I just don't know where the line here. is anymore. I, uh, what do you, I don't know what you mean by that. The line is that vegetarian does not have meat. Vegan does not have animal products. It was not a vegan who asked you, are these vegan? It was a You're vegetarian right. who asked you, are they vegetarian? I'm I'm pretty confident that you're in the clear here. Okay. Well, but so eggs... Consider thyself are, absolved. Okay. I, like, you could, have, you could have told them there are eggs in them. But if someone asks you, are these vegetarian? And you say, well, there are eggs in them. It's kind of like saying, uh, do my pants look good? And you say, well, I, I really like your hat. It's not related. 
I, yeah, I, you're you're probably right, but I still did stress about it a little bit. The fact that I'm sharing it now shows that I stressed about it because I just there's this sliding scale anymore, and I run into people, and I want to be as inclusive as possible, and I feel like the best way to do that is to be transparent. And in this instance, I was not as transparent it, as I think I could have been. It, it's a it's a good impulse. It's a good impulse to to care about people and and to try to include them. It really is. Um, but like, unless I would say, unless you're, you're going to start making like a little, a little label that says contains eggs and cheese, like you just, you answer the questions that you're asked. That's, it's all you can do. What are you going to do? You're going to spend your whole, the whole dinner party talking to everyone who walks by the fritters about, well, there's feta cheese in them. Uh, so, so if that's not cool for you, stay away. I don't know. That's just like, I don't, I don't know anymore, man. All all these people are allergic (laughs) to all this random stuff. They're allergic to, or they tell you they're allergic and they're not like uh, my cutting board. Maybe I didn't clean it all the way. And you're really deathly allergic to cilantro and there happened to be cilantro on it. Are you actually going to die or do you just not like cilantro? I don't know anymore. Words matter. That's that's basically what I'm struggling with. So so I froze up because I thought about the word vegetarian and then conflated it with other things. And oh man, all right, it wasn't right. actually a difficult thing. I just stressed you, over it. You're right. Words do matter, though. Um, okay. <clears throat> so to uh, to close the show with a big idea from pop culture, uh, I will uh, head to the the wonderful world of television, uh, by which I mean Netflix. Uh, and and say that I have been um, spending kind of mundane during the week time uh, with my girlfriend, and we've been watching the show The Staircase, and uh, it, it's a it's a true crime, uh, it's it's a true crime documentary docu series uh, about a a murder trial uh, from. Durham, North Carolina, from the early 2000s, and uh, the 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 supposition is that a husband, uh, a, a wife, is found dead at the bottom of a staircase, and the supposition is that her husband uh, is the one who killed her, a- and so it, it's following this murder trial that took place in the early 2000s, and uh, I believe there was. There are two time jumps. So I think when it was initially recorded, when the show was assembled, uh, there were ten up uh, ten episodes, and the last two were kind of shifted five or six years, maybe eight years forward into the future. So like 2010, Hmm. but it's been re-updated with uh, three more episodes that are taking place even five more years after that. So like very in the very recent past. And, and so I'm, uh, we're, we're on the edge We're the next episode we're going to watch is the first time jump forward. And I'm, I'm very fascinated by this. Huh. That's, that's curious. I, I, I think with it. this, this oversaturation, I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, but there being so much TV, there really is a challenge to be innovative in in how you present it, and that's really cool. It, yeah, and I think it's opened. I think it's really opened the door for a, a ton of 
true crime content to kind mm-hmm. of separate itself because even though there are familiar archetypes, like everything is always a little bit different. It's like we had just watched, uh, there's this show called Evil Genius. It was short. It was like a four-episode series Oh yeah. on this, uh, this wild uh, bank heist gone bad in Erie, Pennsylvania that involved like a, a collar bomb. Uh, it's, it's wild. Yeah, and these we really should we should link people. to the uh, stuff you should know episode. Oh on. yes, they did. They did do an episode on on the pizza bomb heist. Um, yeah, we can we can put a link to that uh, in the show notes because it's good to support other other wonderful podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's uh, and you mentioned true crime, and I should say really quickly, I was I was by the coffee machine at work the other day, and a a girl was explaining to this guy, uh, you know, I've I've been watching a lot of true crime shows recently, and the guy, I I swear, he said this, what uh, what what's true crime? And she <laughs> responds and immediately became my favorite person, though I didn't see them, so I don't know who it was. She goes, I'm not even going to explain that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the correct answer. What? One hundred percent of so the information. Much, is there's someone who is not on the podcast this week that would ask a question like that. I realize, oh. so I probably I, I, it makes me appreciate the person oh, even wow. even more that they responded in the way that that is the only correct way. <laughs> I mean, yeah that that's the appropriate response because one hundred percent of the information is contained in the name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, but that would be like on Netflix is 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 good. Definitely. That would be like if this show that that we're watching now was called The Staircase Murder Trial of Durham, North Carolina, two thousand two, and someone asks me what is it about, I, I like get out of here. You know, you know what this is about: the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Get out of here. You know what this movie is about. Like that's what it's about. Um, so, words matter. Pay attention. Words Pay attention matter. to your situation. Situational awareness is a skill more people need to develop. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, if you want to keep punching the wall, go on. <laughs> keep punching. Uh, all right. You got anything else? No, no, but sounds like the stair. I'll, I'll add that to the list that I'm never going to get to of shows that includes Westworld. Oh, I've, I've, thrown, I've thrown it to the top of the list ahead of... Uh, 70 other things that I've gone oh I want to watch that um, so yeah uh, I'll I'll never get through my list either um, on that on that inspiring note uh, that's the end of the show you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at pretty okay pod or at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com there in addition to every episode of the show we have writings uh, Ian has been cranking out some song reviews, so we've got a few more to put up over the next week or so. Uh, if you don't really care about the writing, uh, I would urge you to reconsider uh, because he's he's out here trying to introduce you to new music, and that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah. if you're if you're set in your ways, uh, I can dig that. Uh, you can also subscribe to our feed uh, on on most uh, most podcatchers, Apple Podcasts, that sort of thing. Uh, that way, uh, our melodious voices show up on your device of choice every week without you having to go looking for us. Uh, if you choose to go that route, please do us a favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Uh, or tell a friend about the show. Uh, 
we would love to uh, we would love to introduce That's them to what I we do. Uh, we'll be back again I next week, as always, to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. Thanks for listening. What it is that makes me feel this way It's not so easy to make All of my problems go away Then again, what else is there? Some other way Really don't know what you mean